The Democrats are just in burn it all down mode right now. The FBI conducted an unprecedented, but apparently very polite raid on Donald Trump's private residence in Florida on Monday night. We got to talk about that stuff. Hey, everybody, I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle, and this is Right Angle, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Uh, gentlemen, uh, I, I assume by now everybody knows the broad details of uh, this FBI investigation. They showed up with a warrant. The Secret Service had been alerted in advance so there wouldn't be a gun battle outside of Mar-a-Lago because, well, <laughs> if you think we're going Banana Republic, that would just be way too much. And they cracked open his safe. They brought an actual safe cracker. We know this much. There was nothing in it. And that's about all we know at this point, except for a few little details that we're going to get to on this segment. Um, Scott, I want to uh, actually no, I'm going to start with uh, Bill on this one. Uh, the Washington Post, Sean Sullivan shared a little something. It's one of those Republicans pounce moments, I guess. Uh, he said top Republicans echo ex-president Donald Trump's evidence free claims to discredit FBI search, many aghast at the situation, had supported FBI probes of Hillary Clinton's use of a private email server in 2016. Um, Bill, in this case, we in, in the Clinton case, we knew a lot more about what was going on. Uh, she was using illegally uh, because of the, the Federal Records Act, uh, a private email server with her own email address, not a government email address, and apparently had at least hundreds of classified documents on the server. Uh, and I would add that Hillary Clinton never had her home raided. In fact, the FBI just showed up at a Denver office where her server was kept and wiped and just kind of politely picked it up without any TV cameras going on. Um, so on a scale of, um, oh, how do I want to put this? On a scale of perfect constitutional republic to uh, banana republic, uh, where would you where would you place these goings on? I don't really think there's much of a spectrum, to be honest with you. But whether or not there's a spectrum between Constitutional Republic and, and Banana Republic, uh, we are well past the uh, halfway point here. The one of the foundation, one of the many foundational um, bedrocks of this country is that we do not pursue people who had previously held the office. For political gain or, or in order to criminalize the opposition. Uh, that has been American policy since it's been in America. Uh, it was also American policy prior to Barack Obama that the president would leave office and then keep his mouth shut because it's not an easy job and would be expected to simply become another citizen, but that was thrown away. We had rules about the filibuster, which was an agreement that basically made uh, it, it was not a constitutional structure. It was a gentleman's agreement. It was an agreement among people that this is what makes it more civil and essentially makes it more um, uh, fruitful in terms of negotiations. That was thrown away. Um, we've seen impeachment become something that is just something you do for people that you don't like. So that is, is gone. All of these things are gone and they're not coming back. So um, I certainly hope that, uh, look, Either Joe Biden ordered this, which is appalling, or he didn't know what was happening, which is more appalling. But in any event, now we have yet another precedent. And that precedent is that whenever the next president of the United States takes office, the first thing I would do is I would launch an immediate FBI raid 
on Joe Biden's uh, house and premises and see what I could find there. Because this is the actual problem, Steve. Here's the problem. The problem is that in this country and, and in our legal system, and I owe this to Mark Dice, I just heard this morning of these absolutely. Prosecutional discretion is the problem. If a prosecutor decides that he likes somebody, then he can be presented with evidence that they committed a crime and simply decide not to prosecute them. On the other hand, if he doesn't like somebody, he can do what we seem to be doing here. And that is not a question of, there has been a crime committed, let's go get the evidence. It's let's go get the evidence and see if there's been a crime committed. And if you don't understand the difference between these two things, you don't understand the difference between a working system of law and a society that uses the coercive power of government to create situations that simply weren't there before. There is no question whatsoever in my mind, none, that a full and thorough search of all three of our records would return at least three felony convictions for something. Now you could say, no, 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 I live a completely clean life, but you don't you don't know that. You know what regulations you've broken, you don't know what you don't know what, what regulations have been written. You you just simply have no idea. So we have a, a, a Secretary of State who I might point out was not elected by the people, who had an email server, who, who took these records, not only took them and not only kept them, made an attempt to destroy them, and this person was is walking around having cappuccinos right as we speak, right? The duly elected president of the United States had his house raided by the FBI. And and let's not forget that Hillary Clinton was never raided, arrested, or anything after the former director of the FBI spent 45 minutes listing all of the felony infractions that she's committed. So I'm, I'm look, this is what they did, and now it's done. And just like the filibuster rule and all the rest of these things, they're going to regret it. They're going to deeply, deeply regret that they have destroyed yet another bulwark of civility in this civilization. And, 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 and yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. But I'm not the only person who feels this way. Yeah, the, uh, the precedent wise, this is, uh, well, unprecedented. Uh, Scott, you and I are both process guys, especially when it comes to constitutional matters. Uh, it's much more important than any individual outcome in any in any single event or case. Uh, so I want to share with you something from uh, constitutional scholar Robert Shibley, who posted uh, this on Instapundit earlier today. Uh, he said, I mean no disrespect to federal magistrate judges who are not Article Three judges and are appointed to eight-year terms. But if I were the FBI, I probably would have made the effort to try and get a full-on federal judge with a life term to sign off on an unprecedented search warrant for the former and maybe future president's house. The point of such life terms is to insulate such judges from political influence and getting a warrant from someone not so insulated on something as hot as this is not a great look. Uh, How do you see it? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And that, and I don't pretend to know the 
the details of how the warrant process works like that. But just on the face of it, what you just said makes a tremendous amount of sense that, you know, obviously this is a significant move when you're going to a former president of the United States and uh, going to try to acquire some documents from his property. Um, and clearly this has not been done before. So you ought to make sure you're dotting every I and crossing every T if this needs to be done at all. Um, I think the American public are due an explanation and and quickly uh, from either main justice or from the FBI to explain why it was necessary uh, in their mind to pursue this course of action. Um, the reason why I say that is because earlier in the year, I think around January or February, um, former President Trump turned over some 15 boxes of documents uh, to the National Archives uh, that were not supposed to have left uh, the White House or, or government offices. Um, if there were more documents uh, that why was it that they didn't get all the documents they wanted at that time? Were they not aware of them at that time? Did they, are they suggesting that the president concealed something? Is there some reason why they essentially had to go uh, behind his back in a sense? And, and when I say behind his back, I mean the president's position, former President Trump's position has been that he has been forthcoming with the Department of Justice, with the FBI, with the January 6th committee and apparently unrelated action. So why do this if the if uh, Mr. Trump has said he was willing to turn over whatever they needed? And so uh, National Archives, FBI, Department of Justice, somebody needs to stand up pretty fast and say, here's why we had to do this. Um, the crime here is not uh, suggested to be anything that might be found in these documents, but the possession uh, them, the possession of these documents itself. The fact that if such documents existed, they may have violated uh, law and uh, the penalty for such violation of taking these documents that belong to the National Archives, that belong to the people, so to speak. The penalty for that um, could be up to five years in jail. And so uh, this is this is these are serious accusations. This is an unprecedented action on behalf of the FBI. They did it in an unusual manner. And get, getting back to the process question, um, and so therefore, you owe the people of the United States an explanation for why you pursued this route. I think it's early in the process right now. It is a shocking thing, and it's natural that people will be upset about it, especially people who are supporters of former President Trump. Um, but more than anything, I think information needs to be made available to the public immediately to say what justified taking this kind of action. Can I add something to your point about the magistrate? Please. First of all, I think this kind of thing should be is, is found outrageous not just by supporters of President Trump, but anybody who supports the idea of constitutional liberty. So I have I have one quick question regarding that. Where's the fire, right? In other words, you have to raid his house. Where's the fire? What what what, what emergency required this level of a response? If he's holding on to documents that he's had for what 18 years now or 18 months now. Why, why the fire? The only is, possible is, explanation what? I've seen for that bill is the suggestion in several places that um, that the president or somebody who works for the president has destroyed or corrupted some of the documents in his possession. And so that that is the only thing that makes any kind of shred of a sense, uh, forgive the pun, uh, that you would say, <laughs> OK, we're concerned that he's going to destroy documents that uh, that he doesn't want people to see. But again, they should answer your question. Smash through the windows while he's got the lighter in his hand, basically, just 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 in time to to, to, to knock it out before he 
or burns of documents. But the, but the point about the magistrate judge, Steve, I think is interesting is something of this magnitude does require, you would think, a federal judge. And they didn't get a federal judge. People are saying, well, gee, that would have been nice if they had gotten a federal judge. So the question I think you need to be asking yourselves is, why didn't they get a federal judge? There seems to be two answers to that. One of them is that a federal judge wouldn't have approved it. And the other one is, is that they went to a number of federal judges and they didn't approve it. I can't think of another reason why you would automatically go down to the magistrate level for something of this magnitude if you could have gotten a higher authority, right? You're going to do something like this. You want the highest legal authority behind you that you can possibly get. And the fact that they couldn't get a federal judge is telling you something. There's evidence there that is evidence of something, right? Something. You know, there was something I wasn't going to get into today, but I'm going to throw this out there. Not not as a question. I just I just want to sh- see your uh, your shocked guy faces. Um, the <laughs> magistrate in question, whose name I've just forgotten. I do this all the time. I'm terrible with names, uh, Dave and Larry. But um, judge in Bruce 2007, uh, in 2007, and I try not to judge an attorney by their clients because defense attorneys have to take on all kinds of people. It's part of our constitutional order. Yeah. It's fine. Uh, but the magistrate, uh, God, I wish I could remember his name, uh, took on Jeffrey Epstein as Reinhardt. a client. Thank you, Reinhardt. Took on Jeffrey Epstein as a client in 2006 and seven, and negotiated that uh, slap on the wrist plea deal for uh, oh, really? all those ugly things that I don't even want to mention on a family-friendly show. I didn't, I didn't know one. that. Yeah, there's a lot of skeletons shaking around a lot of closets, I'm thinking. All right. Uh, that aside, okay. part, I'm sorry, what, Bill? No, I just said, okay. Mm, yes. That, 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 I, I was unaware of that. Yes. And um, by the way, Bill, he is, he is a, he's a magistrate judge. He's a federal magistrate judge, though. It's not, it's not like a local guy. Yeah. He's, not well, your local justice. They would have found a parking, somebody who's in, 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 you know, traffic court if they eventually <laughs> if had they to. Had to. I think maybe you're right. Uh, I got to laugh because it's either that or cry. Um, what what I do know is this is coming at the same time that uh, the president is pushing through legislation to increase the IRS's budget sixfold and hire an additional 87,000 IRS agents, which puts the fear of God into every honest taxpaying American, because anybody who's endured an audit, even when they were totally clean, knows that's no fun. And I think a a raid like this is more designed to put the fear of God into any other Republican candidates who might be planning on trying to drain that swamp someday. Um, And there was another interesting theory. You know, my uh, my day job is I'm vodka punted over at at PJ Media, where I write a couple of columns every weekday. And one of my colleagues over there, Athena Thorne, published a column earlier on Tuesday floating a a little idea that really resonated with me. I don't don't know if this is true or not, but as a theory, I think it's very interesting. And that is the Democrats are just in burn-it-all-down mode right now. They've raided the Treasury for every cent they could get out of there to give to their cronies and favored interest groups. And with this act, they might be just discrediting the Justice Department for no reason other than to discredit it so that a couple of years down the line, a future Republican president couldn't use it against them because it'll seem so tainted that Americans will say, well, this isn't justice. It's just more tit for tat. And if that's true, if what we're seeing is nothing more than the rating of our our, our treasury and the destruction of even the principle 
of American justice just to cover their own asses. I can't think of anything more despicable off the top of my head, except for Jeffrey Epstein, who didn't kill himself. And that is your right angle on that, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Hey, do me a favor. I meant to ask you this at the beginning of the show. Click the thumbs up, click the notification button so you can see the next episode, all of that good stuff. It really helps us stay on the air. So thanks so much for watching, and we'll see you next time. 